0: Aloha and welcome to Spirit Chat Radio. Today, we're going to be talking about how to pick, to pick out crystals and rocks because I get a ridiculous amount of emails and questions about this. But before we get into that, I want to thank everybody so much who has donated to help keep the podcast going. It's greatly, greatly appreciated. I've been um, running this podcast for several years And I have a lot of expenses that come with running this podcast. And I got to the point where I can't necessarily take on all the expenses myself anymore. So in order to keep it running, we do need to get some donations to keep the podcast expenses out of my own personal pocket and just get them paid for. And if you'd like to donate, if you just enjoy the show, there's a lot of cool packages on there where um, you can check those out and get something extra. Like I have a membership to the Spirit uh, chat Facebook group where we do some cool things, and I talk about some other stuff that I don't do in my other Spirit community. And uh, I have another group where you get an extra podcast a month. So there's some cool things on that site you can choose from. Or you can just you know, donate a dollar or whatever. Any little bit amount helps a ton. That's patreon.com, www.patreon.com, dot com backslash Jennifer O'Neill. I will put the link or the um, URL to that on the description part of this podcast if you'd like to so you don't have to write it down if you'd like to go check it out and and help in the donation area. Also, it's a new year, and with a new year, I launched a new course. And that I want to briefly talk about as well, because the enrollment for that course will be ending on January 29th, and I'm not sure when I'm going to run this course again. It will depend on how busy that I am, because as always, I like to interact with the students of the course and there will be a private Facebook group you can get into with this as well. So you have probably heard me talk about it. It's uh, 52 weeks. It's the 52-week transformation course for empaths and it's a course that I've worked on for a really long time. It's an amazing transformation course. It will help you become an empowered empath. And this one particular course I teach a little bit differently than I have my other courses in the past because I felt it was necessary to help keep you moving in the right direction to have more one-on-one guidance throughout the year. And so I had to set it up differently. But the response has been overwhelming and pretty amazing. And so there's a lot of people testing it out. We had a free trial for about five days. That's no longer. But you can still get into the class. If you'd like to go check it out, I also have a video on there as well, and it's www.empathclass.com. And like I said, that's not going to be up for a lot longer. I don't know how many days, probably like 12 more days or something. But then I may not even open it again until the middle of the year. I haven't decided yet. So if you want to check it out, now's the time. The But the next thing I want to go into is actually the podcast for today, which is how to choose or pick out crystals and or rocks. So I get ridiculous amount of questions. How do I pick out a rock shop? How do I pick out, you know, what type of crystals do I need? What type of rocks do I need? And the information is extremely overwhelming. If you uh, took a rock book or one of the rock meanings or crystal meaning books, you know, you know, the meaning books. If you took one of those to a rock shop, you would be in there for like a million hours. Like you would, they'd close the doors, kick you out. It would be insane. And even if you marked the ones that you wanted to know about, it's, it's really interesting how repetitive that some of the rocks can be as far as having some of the same meanings and same qualities, Um, that's not a bad thing, it's not a wrong thing, it's just an is thing. The problem with it, however, is that it causes a lot of confusion. Do I pick this rock or this rock if I want psychic protection or if I want um, to feel more balanced or if I want better sleep? You know, what do I do? So I'm going to work you through a simpler technique when it comes to picking uh, picking out rocks or crystals and that sort of thing. And then I'm going to share some of my favorite stuff with you. So anyways, going into a a rock shop, basically the way that I do it is I kind of go on the vibe of the place. Just like I do with any type of shop that I shop in, regardless. I always go off the vibe. Because the vibe of the place will carry into the vibe of the stuff that they're selling. So, like, if I, if I go into a boutique and the vibe isn't cool or it's uh, it's very negative feeling and I don't like the people who run it because it just feels weird to me, that's going to pass into the clothes. The clothes are then going to come home, and, yes, you can wash them. But for me, for instance, I can still feel it. Um, rocks are a little bit better as far as that stuff goes because for some reason material will hold that uh, energy longer for me. But rocks can be cleared a lot easier. And I think it has something to do with the density and that rocks offer their own vibration as well. So uh, other people's vibrations can be washed off of it a lot easier, whereas an item such as a table or a piece of clothing don't tend to vibrate in the same frequency as rocks do or people do. It's a different type way that 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 happens. And so I think that that's the difference there. So anyways... The first thing I do is I just feel the rock shop. You walk into a rock shop. Um, those are my favorite places to buy things is an actual rock shop. If you have stores like, um, there's lots of stores like Sedona, they're called, or um, just metaphysical stores. They have all kinds of, you know, Oracle. They have all kinds of really cool names. I don't necessarily love to pick rocks out of the, those types of places because you don't get the choices that you do in a rock shop or a rock show, and the prices are way higher. It just is. You can get the same crystal in a metaphysical store. You can get it at the rock shop probably for a third of the price. It does the same thing. They just might have it displayed prettier and convince you for some reason that it's worth more. That being said, I like actual rock shops or rock shows. Crystal gym, bead shows, those types of places you can find some really cool rocks at usually. Even bead shows have rocks usually. So you go in, you just feel the vibe of the place. If you like it and you're feeling like, oh, this feels okay to me, the next thing that you want to do is you want to start walking around with an open mind. Don't walk around with your your metaphysical book or your little um, rock-meaning book because that will detour you paying attention to how things feel to you and how the rocks feel to you. And I've had some people ask me, it's funny, I think I'm picking rocks, but I've been told rocks pick me. Absolutely true. Um, they will throw off a vibe that just really matches with you. And you can feel it if you're being aware and paying attention. It, the When you're not going to be aware and pay attention is when you go all left brain on your uh, and you start... Trying to go, okay, well, this rock means this thing and this rock means that thing. Leave that stuff in the car. Walk into the rock shop and just feel the rock shop. Start observing. Start observing the colors, the shapes, the sizes, the, the visual aspects of them. That's the first thing that you want. What are you drawn to? What do you feel drawn to visually? You're gonna definitely feel drawn in a direction, and as far as size and shape, and um, so you're gonna have usually in a rock shop, there's some that are really large, the size of your hand if it's open, and then you have ones the size of your fingernails, you know, that are a lot smaller. You have ones that are they, they do a lot of spheres, and then you'll have ones that are um, just authentically chipped and in crystallized form. So you'll have all different sizes. You'll have all different shapes. You'll have um, the Merkaba is another shape. Sphere is another shape. And then you're going to have small, medium, large um, sizes. And so walk around, observe, just see, just feel them. Pick them up. Observe with your eyes. Observe with your physical senses. Observe with your spiritual senses. You know, feel them, touch them. How do they feel to you? so go around see what's visually appealing and that's where you begin to you begin at what's visually appealing because what people don't realize is a lot of times when you're visually attracted to something every, everybody tends to immediately think this is even with people guys everyone tends to immediately think th- immediately think that It's the beauty, the outside package that they're attracted to. But usually when you're attracted to something visually, there's something also going on underlying energetically that is really the main factor that's pulling you in. You just don't realize it and you think it's all a visual thing. So go to the ones that first appeal to you visually, then start narrowing it down and start picking them up. And when you pick them up, you'll start noticing that some feel better to you than others. Some, you, your hand will just be drawn to. Some, when you pick them up, and I like to pick them up and make a fist with them in my hand, usually that size rocks, um, put them in the palm of my hand and close my fingers around it and hold it for a little while, and I can feel the vibration rocks. I can feel it if it, if it starts vibrating really high to me or uh, feeling hot because I tend to heat up crystals and rocks really hot um, because of the vibration, because I match with them. Um, if, it, if it feels good to you, if it, the vibration feels good, if it starts to warm up, um, if you can feel the high frequency of the rock, then that means that it matches your vibration and that rock is picking you. And so that's a good one to choose. Um, if it feels, on the other hand, like your hand feels muddy or dirty or something, then you definitely don't want to choose that rock because that means the vibration is not matching you. So you will be drawn to either let it go and put it back down or you will be guided to keep it and maybe walk around with it a little bit and carry it. If you're unsure, walk around with it. Do carry it for a little while if you're unsure. Um, That will help you by the end of your little journey you should be able to definitely know one way or the other if it feels good or not so good to you. So pick them up, feel them, walk around with them. If you're compelled to drop it and put it back, even if you're visually drawn to it in the first place, that means you're supposed to let it go. Go on to the next batch. Um, And when I leave a rock shop, although you don't have to do this in between picking up rocks, but it's just something that you know you should know is you can actually clear rock energy off your hand by taking your by starting at your um wrist and in wrapping your pointer finger and your thumb around your wrist kind of as best you can you might not be able to wrap it around your whole wrist and then run your pointer finger and your thumb down the rest of your fingers and then just flick it flick it off um almost like as if you were trying to pull glue dirt or mud or kind of clean it off as best you can off your hand and you pull it all you pull your your, um, pointer finger and your thumb all the way down and then you flick your hand that will remove rock energy or any type of vibe that you're getting from at least temporarily Um, when I leave a rock shop I have to wash my hands with water water is the only thing that really gets the stuff off entirely Um, it's just something I have to do because I can feel it otherwise it feels like I'm tarred and feathered on my hands (laughs) it feels like there's stuff stuck to it that i just can't get rid of and it will i will kind of obsess about it because i can feel it so strongly until i wash my hands with water but you don't need to do that while you're in there just if you if you feel that just like i said flick off the energy move on to the next rocks so go around and visually observe and visually enjoy then pick up and touch and then psychically feel use your psychic senses to feel the rocks okay and then when something really you're drawn to um then that's something that you specifically need then you can go look up the meanings because this is another thing that i find very interesting is everybody thinks that they know what they need on a spiritual level and the weird thing is a lot of times they're wrong They're like, oh, yeah, I need psychic protection. What do you need psychic protection for? Because I was told, because I think, because, well, that's really weird because you kind of don't. But you do need this. Like, it's really interesting. And even um, from a relationship aspect or um, even a health aspect, I notice that people a lot of times think that they need something else that they really don't need. um, But yet they're lacking in a different area they never would have thought of. So when you go around and pick up your rocks and then get the one you're drawn to without any definitions, no they have no preset notion of what you're going in there for, um, and then you purchase it, feels good, whatever. Then you can look up the definition. Then you can go, ah, that's what I needed. Interesting. Interesting that the universes and the rock rocks came together. And really, I needed this, but I didn't know I needed this. So that's really interesting. And now I'm going to be more aware of that. So go look up the meaning after. Make sure that they explain to you or that you write down what it is that you uh, purchased, like the name of the rock or whatever. Make sure that you write that down. Then go look at it later because it's, it's very cool to learn what you actually needed. It's kind of like... I don't know if you've ever heard of this, but this is very true. If you get sick or you're not feeling well, which I have been sick for a little while, but I'm getting better now. I had the weirdest cold, so I may sound a little bit stuffy. But when you're not feeling good, you will crave foods of vitamins that you need. So you will want to eat, like, I, um, potentially, usually when I get sick, I'll crave, like, um, oranges or different things. I know I need vitamin C. If I start craving um, things that are tomato-based or um, like hot sauce or, well, hot sauce has vitamin C in it, which I also crave. So I tend to know exactly if I start craving uh, broccoli or peas or things of that, I know I need vitamin A. You know, you'll, If you're not feeling well, you will crave things and you will just know what you want to eat and you'll want to eat it. Um, it's the same with rocks, as long as you don't go in with a preconceived notion of what it is that you need. Your body, your spiritual body, and your physical body will walk you to what you need you 'll be drawn to it, and then you can leave going huh i 'm this this must be my my rock mineral of what my body needed you know, and so that 's really cool and fun and so you want to go off the vibe of the rock shop you want to put all your preconceived notions of what you need out the window number two you want to Walk around and use your visual aspect of yourself first. You want to, what's visually appealing to you first. Then you want to go to physically picking things up and feeling from a spiritual aspect, from your spiritual body, what feels right to you. Is it warming your hand? Is it tingly? Is it feel good? Or do you have... The, or are you compelled to drop it and leave it there and just put it back? Um, once you do this enough to where you find one that you want to hold and walk around with, walk around with it for a while. and if you decide you want to buy it and that it just you're still feeling very drawn to that. Um, then buy it. make sure you under, or have them write down what the stone is or the rock. Then go home and check it out what it was that you were needed. What, what did you need? And that's what you were drawn to. It's a very cool process. Um, one of the things that I do the minute that I do leave a rock shop, uh, or not the minute, but the minute that I get home, is I actually do wash rocks. I, use, I don't use soap, but I use water. I wash my hands with soap and water, but then I will wash the rocks with water because you are then... Um, Cleaning all the energy off of the rock from all the hands and all the places that it's been. And then it starts lining up with your energy and sort of vibing with you, right? So that's the first thing I do when I get home. The other thing, where do I place my rocks? I don't know where to place them. Um, There's a couple of very good places. But again, feel it. Close your eyes and ask yourself. Where do I need this? Where will it, where is, where will it benefit me the most? Um, usually, by your bed will be one of them. Um, by maybe a workplace will be another. Um, sometimes in your car, sometimes in your pocket or on your being if it's small. And then other times, but not necessarily as common, but left brain or your mind will want to place them, um, will be like living room areas or um, kitchen, you know, like in main walking areas of your house. Uh, They don't tend to, you don't tend to need them in those places as much because you have a lot of electronics going on with the TV and all that kind of stuff, but you also have a lot of people coming and going and when you're vibing with a rock and matching your energy with one you want, think of it as having more alone time with your crystals and your rocks, you know, as more of a personal uh, thing. So have them be usually when you close your eyes and think about it, they should be more set in a personal space setting for you. So like I said, usually by your bed or bedroom. If you have your own private bathroom, it might be somewhere by your sink or your bathtub if you like to take baths. Um, or it might be on your being if it might be like jewelry size or in your pocket size um, And sometimes in your car and sometimes where your work or spend a lot of time of so those are the places that Usually you're wanting to place those things and you will be drawn to place them if you ask your rock So once you wash it hold the rock in your hand and ask where do you want to be placed? Sounds very corny, but they will speak to you. You will get pictures. You will automatically start visualizing different places in your home that they would be good or beneficial to have you. They will speak to you. So, yes, they will pick you, and then they will tell you where they want to be. I'm going to walk you through some popular ones that I specifically um, are drawn to, but the reason I'm telling you about these specific ones is because I noticed that they do tend to have um, good effects on a lot of other people as well. So like a lot of the masses tend to benefit from from these stones as well. Um, Iron pyrite is a really, it's kind of, it's known as fool's gold. Um, But this is an excellent grounding stone. Um, And it's a healing stone too. So that's a very good one if you're looking for like a grounding or a healing type stone um, is iron pyrite. I ha- actually have, a, I um, went to a rock show in Portland and I was drawn to this giant thing of iron pyrite. It was like three inches. It's, it was a sphere. I walked through the whole show and I wanted that sphere. And I went back and I bought it. But because they had, the way that they had polished it, I didn't even really... Pay much attention to it being iron pyrite, but when I got it, I was really happy about it, and I was like, "Oh, that makes sense why so I needed that in my life." And so, um, like I said, sometimes that they're going to shape the rocks and in sphere into spheres or different shapes, um, <clears throat> and you may need it for that particular shape. But iron pyrite, I really like black tourmaline. I love black tourmaline. Um, I have it around a lot. Uh, what I like black tourmaline for, what I use it for, potentially, um, is negative energy stuff. So getting uh, rid of negative energy. Um, people always love to use the word psychic attack. What if you're under psychic attack? And I hate that word. I think that word should just go away. It's such a misguiding word. But anyways, or psychic protection stone um, is what it's known for as well. But basically... I like the way that it um, repels negative energy. And um, I like the way that I feel and I vibe with black tourmaline. And so I like that one a lot. Hematite. Um, It is an energy balancing stone, but it's also a very grounding. um, Probably one of, I feel, the most popular grounding stones is hematite. That's, I think, why that you see... Uh, rings and jewelry and necklaces made out of hematite all the time it's not the coolest looking thing because it's just like i don't know they don't make any they don't really do any cool stuff with it and they always are just made in rings and by the way hematite breaks really easy so if you go out and get a hematite ring at a store um which i like hematite rings i think they're really useful to use and it's a good reminder stone but it's also a grounder grounding stone um you like usually they sell them for like a buck or two bucks you might want to grab a couple cuz they break really easy